like this the shit on we good are we good this time I think oh we, shit we are good. let's go okay Welcome everybody to the Zay Taste Excellent Adventure Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, obviously, uh, Zay, and across me is Teddy. Uh, we've got to talk to you about this week. Uh, we obviously had some excitement because we just had to deal with technical difficulties, but we ain't going to leave y'all hanging. We right here. We still right here, y'all. We good. We good. So uh, with that said, we're going to jump right into it because we've got a lot of topics to talk about college football, NFL, NBA. But first, we got to check in. Teddy May, how you doing? Um, doing a little bit better than Florida is. Um, obviously, we'll get to that in a second. Um, nah, man, just, you know, another week, another day in life. Um, you know, getting ready for the holidays. Um, kids are out of school uh, starting today with their last Ooh. day. Um, going back home to see the family in Houston, responsibly, of course. Um, on Tuesday, staying there until Christmas and coming back up and doing Christmas with my fiance's family. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's really it, man. I mean, just, you know, trying to get this weight down, trying to look good for the wedding. Um, yeah. Stuff like that is coming soon. Um, got, got a little bit of, a you know, investment things going on. I'll probably divulge in the next podcast. Um, but other than that, man, been doing well. How about yourself, man? Oh man, just keep up this work, man, and keeping me busy. They keep me busy. I tell you that much. Um, but no, can't complain. It's been good. You know, a lot of people, you know, don't have that luxury. Uh, so I'm definitely blessed. You know, never, uh, never doubt that. Never question that. I always have to preface it by saying that every time I complain. Uh, but no, man, things have been really good. Things have been good. I'm looking forward to seeing the family as well, uh, responsibly, of course. Um, over Christmas, uh, had to miss Thanksgiving. I missed all that good food. So. I need to make up for something. They need to give me a steak, something. I don't know. I need something, need something good. Uh, but that's not on them. Uh, well, <laughs> I'm sure we'll figure something out. Uh, but I'm in good overall. But let's go into this and talk about college football. We are rolling into the first topic that pertains to a certain team. They happen to have a logo, which is an animal. Uh, it happens to be a gator. And now it'll be the Florida Gators that ended up losing to the LSU Tigers this past weekend um, in a game they should have won. This isn't my team, obviously. You have someone on this podcast who is a diehard Florida Gators fan. Um, I'm going to let him tell the story of what happened in this game and uh, Florida's collapse. (laughs) First and foremost... We're not going to win a championship. Yeah, come to the realization of that. You can't really lose to a four and five team at home, at night, in the swamp. I don't care if there was eight fans or 80,000 fans. Like, you can't lose it. And on top of that, you can't lose to a team that had their third string freshman quarterback, bunch of freshmen. They had like nine people opt out like three days before the game. Mm-hmm. Our defense is just disgustingly bad like in the worst way like that disgusting is not a positive connotation in this <laughs> disgusting yeah my, my god <laughs> oh my god um i first of all i'm gonna set the scene we had we had the the kiddos last weekend um they weren't with their uh their dad um and I got to about the third quarter and it was movie night. I was like, kids are looking at me and I tried to go upstairs and they're like, no, I was like, shit. So I, I I'm watching the end of this game, basically the whole full quarter in the, on my phone, basically fog starts rolling in. Um, that was crazy too, man. That fog was, was kind of couldn't see shit. And then Florida scores to go up. I'm like, all right, good. I kind of turn it off because they're up 10, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden, I get a, a tweet that's like, what the hell's going on? I look back, it's fucking tied. And I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> then LSU yeah. takes the lead. Yep. They're up seven. or up five. Florida takes the lead, uh, goes for two, stretches to three or something like that, um, and then it's tied again. And then third down, we finally get a stop, and Marcos Wilson 
just has the most dumb, <laughs> dumbass, boneheaded, dipshit, stupid ass play I've ever seen in my life. Um, so he makes a tackle, right? Good job by you. You've been getting torched by a freshman I wide receiver. All fucking game. Florida's defense was nowhere to be found. And why? And in a lot, you know, you have people, oh, he's just a kid. Fuck that. Listen, <laughs> he's 23 years old. He's a, or 22 years old, something like that. He's a senior redshirt, okay? Like, there's no business him picking up a fucking shoe and chunking it 20 yards downfield. I will say, the ref's call on that was hilarious. Yeah. Throwing the shoe. Shoot. 20 yards downfield. I was like, they I mean, did, he chunked the shit out of it. They do what they were doing. The ref, <laughs> the ref. But, and people are like, well, do you call that in a swamp? Do you call that on third? I'm like, you have to. The dude's a, that was just a dumbass yeah, play. Yeah, well, how could you not call it? You, that's the definition of unsportsmanlike conduct if I've ever seen it. Yeah. Like, come on, man. And then they just proceeded to drive down the field. And granted, LSU's kicker just wedded a 57-yard field goal in the fall. Insane. We go right down the field. We miss a 51-yard field goal. I'm not going to make – I'm not going to hate Townsend for that. He's made so many kicks for us uh, his whole career. I'm not putting that on him at all. Plus, it was on the left half, so he had to hook it. You can't see shit. Yeah. Um, It's a tough kick. It's a tough kick for a college kicker. It's not all on Wilson, but it's all on Wilson. (laughs) See – See, I, I I agree, but the game shouldn't have been this close. No, absolutely not. I was just like, what? Like, when you're a 23 and a half point favorite, and and, and I and I was weary of it. I was like, I don't like that. It's too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and LSU has nothing to lose. We had everything to lose. Like, yeah. We literally had each and every bit a thing to lose. And now we went from, I think, like a 10-point underdog to Alabama to, like I think we're like 17 and a half. And we'll get to that uh, conference championship in a week. Or in a uh, conference championship week in a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also got to put the blame on the Heisman front runner, which I don't think he's a Heisman front runner anymore. No, he had uh-huh. this sh- What was it when they um they got the ball at like the six or something? Yeah, and it was a long drive, it was like a ninety-two yard drive or something you'd have to make yeah. after they got LSU to punt. I think it was the second time they punt because yeah. there, was certain, there was a certain point where they got, like stopped them two times, or whatever. Yeah, 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 and it was like five minutes left, and it was like Kyle Trask. If you want to win the Heisman, and he goes three, they went three, three, three and outs. Yeah, three. So and they out. took the lead. They go three, three and outs. So let LSU come back. Also, he fumbled once. He threw two interceptions. One was an incredible interception. I don't know yeah. if you remember that one that when they're in the red zone and the dude tipped oh, it back to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was incredible. That, like that that's was- not on him. It was still a bad pass. Um, if I'm the Heisman committee, Devonta Smith is by far the best college football player. Like, he makes Matt Jones look good. Matt Jones sucked. Devontae it's, Smith Devontae Smith had a kick return. So I was going to say, he's the kick returner or the well, everything, no, he's a basically. Wide receiver. Yeah. yeah, he's, <laughs> he's going to be the first wide receiver taken. I don't know if he's eligible this year to go, but oh. whenever he's eligible to go, he's going to be the first wide receiver taken. He's a lock for the Blitnikoff. And pretty hot, yeah. He's a lock for the Blitnikoff. If he has a good game against Florida, which, I mean, if fucking Marcus William, uh, Wilson has any fucking say in it, He's going to torch him for 75,000 yards. So, I just – I don't see any hope. Um, I was riding a lot of hope. Most of it was just my bias. <laughs> but you had – at a certain point, because I remember we talked about this in the beginning yeah. of the season. I was like, ah, it's bias, of course, whatever. But they look really good. I was impressed. You called Kyle Trask early. I didn't know much about him, but I was very impressed with Kyle yeah. Trask at the season. But I don't know. He just threw up an egg this game, man. He, and, he I mean, he still like, threw for over 300-some yards. He had four touchdowns. It was The problem is the whole team as a whole was trending down for the last couple of games. Mm-hmm. I mean, they trailed the fucking Kentucky. They barely – I mean, they beat – they covered the spread against Tennessee, but it, it was, like, lackluster. Um, and then the LSU egg. It was – and then – and then speaking – Dan Mullen's got to shut up, man. Like, oh, you yeah. can't go in his press conference and like he did it with uh, A&M's loss. He's like, well, you know, the crowd really got to us. It was crazy how they had so many people. Yeah. I hope we packed the swamp with ninety thousand people. Like, bro, just take your lumps. Just you got outcoached. You got outcoached by Ed Orgeron, which is a bad look because. I think we all realize that Ed Orgeron probably not a great coach. No. He's pro- he's probably a great like he's a motivator. Motivate, yeah. There you go. He's a great motivator. 
But then Dame Mullen coming off and saying, you know, taking ricochet shots at Ohio State, which are deserved because they haven't played anybody. But, like, no, talk about how you sat Kyle, uh, Kyle Pitts for whatever reason. You could have played him in the second half because mm-hmm. it looked like the dude could suit up. Right. Like, he didn't look <laughs> like he was, like, hurt, hurt. It right. looks like they were trying to save him. But at that point, fucking bring them back in in the second half because obviously you needed something. Your defense, Todd Grantham's got to get fired. Like that, yeah. him and like he made, he made that offense. Who, mind you, scored fourteen points against Alabama the, the yeah. week before, <laughs> scores thirty-seven points, in a victory at home at night at prime time on national television. It's it's all around unacceptable loss, um, and I wouldn't even be mad if they beat Alabama and don't get in the college football playoff. Like, think, if, oh, if, if they left them that out, was, that was my next question. No, like, if, if they, they beat left them Bama out somehow, so fuck what? I'd rather Alabama stay in because okay, you have one loss to the number quote unquote number seven team in the nation. Uh-huh. Like Alabama's by far the the best team in the country. Yeah, I think Notre Dame's far. right behind it. We'll get we'll get to uh, those games in a minute. Um, and I don't want to go too far because obviously we've we've had some technical <laughs> issues. Get late, we got work. I got kids. I got to eat. Um, you just you can't fucking lose that game. It was depressing, and it, it also didn't help that my fiance's parents are both LSU alums. Oh, so then they oh, want to rip me. Oh, and I'm like, oh, oh, oh. I don't know why y'all don't want to see me shine. Like, <laughs> I, I, I fucking hyped y'all up all last year. You know, <laughs> you know how it works, but they the parents. They get to do what they want. Yeah, the that's rule. right. Yeah, they that, do whatever. They do but, whatever. It sucks. <laughs> um, I was like, I just getting it from both ends. And then, you know, it, I mean, they fucking pulled the Falcons. That's I got to And I fucking root for the goddamn Texans and the Rockets. Jesus Christ, I gotta, I gotta find some fucking teams. Yeah, you're, uh, you're getting shafted a lot this year, but <laughs> it, it's not their year. I don't think even if they, unless they blow out Alabama, they don't deserve it. Like if they beat Alabama by three, well, I'll see you in the fucking Orange Bowl again for the second yeah. year. In a row. L- last question on the Florida topic: Do you think it's really because the team is it Dan Mullen and the coaching being bad, or are teams figuring out Florida? Do you think Florida kind of? I don't think anyone or? really figured out Kyle Trask because I mean he did have four touchdowns and four hundred yards in basically every game this, this year. Fair. And our defense is all time bad. Like mm. you can't have an all time offense. They they kind of reminded me of like the Peyton Mannings when he couldn't get over the hump. Right. You know um, that makes sense. Uh, the Colts teams that were so fucking good offensively with Edder and James with Dallas Clark with you know. Um, Marvin Harrison, Harrison, all that, yeah. and Reggie, Reggie Wayne, Wayne yeah. <laughs> but they couldn't, they couldn't just get over there because they fucking they gave forty points up to Chad Pennington, and yeah. you know they yeah. get thirty constantly <laughs> against Tom Brady, or they you know they they lose to the Steelers um, until that one year when their defense was like middle of the road, and then all of a sudden it became really really good in their Super Bowl run mm-hmm. against but cover two bucks. Yeah. Against Lovey Smith and the yeah. Bears. Yeah. yeah. So like that what it reminds me of is like you had an all time just offense and you just have a shit defense. Yeah. Um but Mullen, he's only won if you look back at his whole career, he's only won one really game and that was against Georgia this year. Yeah. But well, Georgia was also playing a fucking quarterback that had no business being a starter. Right. Like, and Georgia, if they play Georgia right now. Say, y'all will lose to Georgia right now. We would now. get our ass whooped <laughs> by Georgia right now. Georgia <laughs> is probably if I would have to say and I hate it because of where they're ranked they don't deserve it because they did lose twice. They got their ass beat by the two best teams in the conference. Right. But right now Georgia's probably playing top six, top four football in Absolutely. the nation. Like, they would beat the shit out of a high Dude, state. JT Dan. okay, I'm going to be full disclosure. I talked a lot of shit about JT Daniels for a while. I mean, because he was originally from USC. Yeah. And then he got hurt, and we let him go. Um, and I was like, well, he wasn't doing that great at USC before he got hurt, et cetera, et cetera, but now he's balling out. So, uh, it'd be nice to have him right now. Nothing against, you know, Slovich, who our, you know, our quarterback is, but Slovich, but... <sighs> yeah, and JT Daniels is doing pretty good. Yeah. Um, and... Speaking of USC and speaking of other teams, so college football uh, playoff rankings come out every Tuesday, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you saw the whole list or saw oh, when it came oh, out. Oh, yeah, I've seen it. I'm looking at it right now. It is by far, in the whole weeks or whole setup, is by far the worst set of rankings I've ever seen in the college football playoff. And I'll tell you why. 
At this point, to me, it's a fucking invitational. It's not who's the best four teams. It's not who deserves to be in there. Because, like, you look at this, like, why did Iowa State didn't play anybody, get propped up to number six? Obviously, we Florida lost. Obviously, mm-hmm. well, speaking of that, why did Florida only drop one spot? I was gonna they say they have the worst loss. They have the on paper too. Georgia looks looks better than Florida. Like I don't understand. Well, they, well they, I don't because of tie. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So. But I don't think Georgia should be that high either because they've lost twice. Like they True. proved that, and they're not. They're you can't just sit there and be like, okay, their two losses against the two teams at SC Championship, pretty fucking good. Like they have the two best losses in my opinion, mm-hmm. of anybody in the whole country besides maybe Miami. Um, and Miami were shown to be frauds. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> again, <laughs> how does Cincinnati just drop? Like, how do they – I like, don't know. They've beaten everyone almost by double digits. Um, everyone, oh, they haven't beaten any ranked teams or whatever. Hello, every time they fucking played a ranked team, they played five ranked teams. If you actually go back and look at the schedule of the week. Right. Well, they beat the fuck out of them, and then they <laughs> drop out. How is it their fault? It's that not. they beat the fuck out of these teams, and they and then y'all drop them out of the rankings. Same thing with Coastal Carolina. Coastal Carolina, is, it's, well, where are they? Where are they? They're at like now? 12. twelve. Okay, yeah, they should be top ten. They are at undefeated. Least. They're the only team with eleven wins right now. Um, they're about to play a conference championship against another ranked team against uh, ULL. Why is Who? Oklahoma even t- Okay. Yeah. They haven't beaten anybody. And Oklahoma, <laughs> o- Oklahoma lost to Kansas State, which is yeah. arguably just as bad, if not worse, than Florida's loss. Yeah. And See, then the other loss is Iowa State. So it, it felt like to me like they were propping. They're pro- yeah. In a, in, a, mm-hmm. in a way that like, okay, what if Ohio State gets upset against Northwestern? And what if Clemson loses again? All right. So – we're going to put those two teams fall out, and then we're going to put A&M, obviously, is the next in line. Right. I think A&M, if, one, if Ohio State or Clemson loses, A&M's getting in college football play. Well, I think that's kind of deserved at this point. They've been consistent. I mean, they've only it, got one loss, and then, I mean, then they're sitting there. Yeah. So No, they deservingly so, but like then it feels like, what if Iowa State beat uh, OU by like 10? Do they like, oh, well, they're a conference champion. Do we do we catapult them over A and M? It's just it, and then it yeah. just seems like and then, but they they had an egregious loss to ULL. They lost by seventeen Seven. points at home to ULL. Yeah, yeah. They, so they, yeah, I, I agree. And, with you and on that this should one. only further strengthen Coastal Carolina's case. Like, what makes Coastal Carolina going twelve and zero any worse than any of the teams ahead of them? Well, well, I say, yeah, they're probably lose by thirty. But they give them a shot. I'm tired of seeing the same fucking four teams in a playoff with, you know, you shuffle a Notre Dame or you shuffle, uh, you know, an Oregon or, and then what's, what's the difference between USC and Ohio state right now? Yeah. I, I agree with you. You know, I agree with you on that one. Yeah. <laughs> it's like USC's actually playing some good ball. I mean, the UCLA game was, you know, <laughs> was, was kind of crazy. What an incredible but, cover. Yeah. I was like, it was crazy. I have been nervous for a second, but I was like, all right, we're looking good out here. Um, but I agree with you on this one. I, I think that it's become to a point where the com- it's it's so subjective. And I hear arguments. The argument I hear the most is that yeah, okay, Coastal Carolina, Cincinnati. But let's see. At the end of the day, Florida or Notre Dame, Alabama's got the five star recruits, and Coastal Carolina, Cincinnati wouldn't stand a chance with their talent level. And I'm like, that's completely subjective. You can't you can't not let them play on the field. Yeah. And so, so what if they? Did at least let them give a mm-hmm. at least let them have a shot at a chance. Like and, you're not even giving them the opportunity, right? And I think that they don't want to do that because they'll shoot themselves in the foot because then they'll prove that their own preseason rankings don't matter. Like if Cincinnati or someone goes in and like whoop somebody's ass, they're like, well, we, we, we kind of got that wrong. That team was better the whole time, and we had whatever yeah. Alabama won or whoever may be they end up playing. So yeah. I, I it's, it's you're it's this weird game of. We don't want to look stupid, and we want to set this playoff right, up right so right. we get the best kind of games. I, I mean, you, man. I at this point, if I'm the group of five, I I get together with a or not a I get together with um, Notre Dame, BYU, and the group of five, and it's like, hey, fuck it, we're gonna do our own championship. Like, if, if <laughs> go rogue, you'll yeah, go rogue. But, yeah, like why would why like why would you not like I would watch. Tell me you wouldn't watch the final four between Coastal Carolina. Um, BYU, 
um, ULL in fucking, I don't know who else you want to put in there. Um, we could, I, we I could put it, you, yeah. Oh, you hear you said, oh, you said ULL, right? Yeah, I've been fucking NC State. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, put in somebody, or <laughs> yeah, put in the number, the fifth team, too. They're invited. So you have like, you had A&M and three other Power Five teams. Are if Notre Dame wasn't in, you throw, throw Miami in there. I, yeah, I want to well, see what they. You don't, you don't like, but you, 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 you think Miami gar- get rolled? <laughs> Did you see how much they lost by last like, North Carolina? Hey, what did I tell they you? Got, I told you. They got, told you they ain't shit. They got taken to the fucking woodshed, yeah. dude. That um, game was rough. <laughs> that game was rough. Obviously, college football. The final rankings come out um, twelve o'clock, basically when the NFL kicks on Sunday. So we'll know who's in the final four. We'll know who's playing on New Year's Day. Um, which, um, I honestly, we'll get to it. I think the only shot that it changes is if Clemson loses. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they'll lose, um, but I don't see Ohio State being losing Northwestern. I, mean, um, I, I hope it happens. I think I Alabama's chaos. in no matter what, unless they got blown out by Florida, and I just don't see that happening. And, and plus, I would – I mean, just as a fan, I kind of want to see Alabama in the playoff, even if they, for some reason, would lose. Because I still think that would be the best. They'd be like – they have to be one of the top four teams in the nation. I don't oh, see there's a way that they're yeah, not. I mean, <laughs> yeah, no, there's no scenario where they're not, and I don't think there's a scenario where Notre Dame is either. So that's why if Notre Dame loses, unless they got blown out, which – We'll get to that in a second. I don't think Notre Dame falls out even if they lose. I think right. Notre Dame goes to four. It'll be Alabama, Notre Dame, and it'll be Clemson, Ohio State. Yeah. Again, for the 75th time. <laughs> and that's where the fatigue are set in. It's like, do we go to eight? Like, what What do we do? Because you're going to you're gonna eventually see a decline in ratings because people are tired of seeing the same fucking teams play. Yeah. And it's like you see, like go back, bring it full circle. You you say you know it's 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 all recruited. It starts in recruiting. Like mm-hmm. if you're gonna get the five star, but it's also coaching. I mean, all four of those teams have probably really That's great good. coaching. Yeah. I mean, obviously Ryan Day got gifted uh, a great setup from Urban Meyer, but mm-hmm. and and it, I, I would I would kind of argue kind of this point too. Um, it can rotate, right? Because I know obviously Michigan's not always great, but they have sometimes their up moments, you know, back in the day. And USC is down right now too, and maybe they can get something going. So I think it can switch, but it is really slow, right? I mean, we've had this same, I feel like, these teams, Ohio State, Clemson, Alabama, and then Oklahoma has been in there a couple yeah, times too yeah. forever. Um, it's a slow-moving process of, of shifting. Because look, Notre Dame wasn't, I mean, in the beginning, nowhere near this, right? So they're considered a new entity. Um, Clemson, Alabama, obviously, have always been there. But I, I would think that there's still a shot for other teams to get there. It's just going to take, you know, some work to knock those other teams off. And you got to be perfect. And you got to be a prestigious program, right, apparently. Because right. if you're not a prestigious program, the voters ain't going to vote for you. And that's just the way it is, which is which kind of – it sucks. It really does suck. So, you know, it's kind of it's kind of pick your, pick, pick your, pick your flavor. So. Right. All right, let's uh, knock out these conference championship games. And also, like, did you see, like, Mississippi State's playing, like, Missouri and, like, A&M's playing Tennessee? I mean, in, like, the it whole Big Ten's com- playing game. It's like, <laughs> what are we doing here? Just in the fucking season, like, what, what is one more game going to do? Right. Like, well, they tell you it's for the kids, Teddy. Yeah, <laughs> well, Yeah, it's for – yeah. It's, it's for the vertical lines through the messes. That's what it's for, for sure. That's what it is. So, uh, um, USC, I don't know if you know this, USC's not playing Oregon because yeah, it's, yeah. you know, a goddamn beauty pageant, next runner-up. Um, Washington has <laughs> Washington. COVID issues, so I guess you got to fight the Ducks. Yep. Um, they're not very good this year. Um, no, they're not. They do have I'm a top-tier surpri- recruiting class. Yeah. 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 I, I'm surprised they um, gave Mario Cristobal an extension. I just read it on the bottom line um, a little while ago. I think USC wins, and it sets up the argument is like, why is USC twelve or whatever they are right now? Like, why why are they so low? But Ohio State, it's just because of preseason rankings. Preseason like we rankings. Last week. Yep. Um, I mean, so, if yeah. you want to discuss the SEC title game, we can. I think Alabama beats them. I think they cover. Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna bet the game just because. I just I, I don't want to touch it. <laughs> Are you it. defeated at this point? No. I'm not defeated. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna you know I'm gonna have my gear on like I always do. Um, because we'll still end up probably in a New Year's Six Bowl, which is fine. Whatever. Mm-hmm. We'll be eight and three. Um, with the terrible loss, but we'll still probably make a New Year's Six, or we'll be at a New Year's Day Bowl. Um, 
can't really complain. Um, but I do have a couple of locks. Um, and so I'm going with Notre Dame again. Yeah, um, yeah, worked out last time. Why not? I don't know if they win this time, but them being 10, now 10 and a half point underdog on neutral side, I get it. North Carolina's a little closer mm-hmm. to Clemson, South Carolina. What makes the difference of is it because the defensive players back are for Clemson? Do they have six legs and five I, I, arms? I, like, I, think, I don't understand. I that. think what it is is that they're saying that now that they've seen Notre Dame in that defense, that Dabo and that staff is going to outcoach Brian Kelly and they're just going to fucking run through him. That's what the that's what the spread tells me. Because there's no way it should be this big if you think that these two teams are the same. Obviously, Trevor Lawrence makes a difference and the pass rush of defensive line they're missing. But does he? Like, oh, is he gonna no? He is does. he gonna have a better game than DJ Ungulele? So is he gonna have a better game? We we don't know because we don't know what Ungulele. I hope I got that right, man. Yeah. Uh, we don't know what the playbook was for him in that game well, compared the, to Trevor. The, the the playbook got him four hundred and something yards. That's fine. I'm not saying you played bad. I'm not saying you played bad. I'm not saying you played bad. But. I'm telling you what this, this is what I see in this no, spread. No, no, I, I, hey, this is what we do this shit. <laughs> this is what I see in this spread. I, I think I I agree. I think it's going to be a closer game than that. I think it's a touchdown difference. I think ten is too much, but that could that could be. That's my only reasoning for why they would make it plus ten. Is the thing Trevor Lawrence just makes a difference, even though the backup quarterback at 400 yards and the defensive players are back, and they I think they think that Dabo has seen Brian Kelly's defense and how he's going to play Clemson. But how has Clemson looked great? No, they, they've At done all? they've done just enough. I feel like they, like they feel like Florida State, Jameis's senior year, and me. They're uh, getting yeah. by all year. They should have lost to Boston College. They should have mm-hmm. probably either went to overtime or lost to North Carolina. Oh yeah, that was, they yeah. they haven't really played great. And then who else have they played? Like that? I mean, I mean, yeah, Boston College game was was close as hell. They uh, blew out an overrated Miami team. I mean, they, they blew out Georgia Tech, but it's Georgia Tech. Like, <laughs> see, everyone fucking propped up Georgia Tech because they beat Florida State. Who doesn't know Florida State is terrible? I mean, <laughs> well, that because it was at the beginning of the year. It was like the second game of the year, and everybody oh. was like, "Oh my God, Georgia Tech's great." <laughs> or Georgia Tech's going to be competitive in AC. No, they're not. I don't even think they won a fucking game since. Um, I just don't. I don't like Clemson here at all. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm tempted to go money line again with Notre Dame. Um, it's hard to beat teams twice. That's the only reason I'm hesitant. Yeah, I don't. I think it's closer than even a touchdown. I think it's three point, three two points. point game. Oh. I don't think it gets anywhere near plus ten and a half. I don't think no, there's no way. There's not a chance in hell that Notre Dame loses by eleven. Yeah, no oh, chance. No, I'd, I'd agree. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that Clemson having those defensive linemen back though. Is going to make a difference with Ian Book and how he can how he can move around and how much time because he, he popped off basically in the first game. I don't think he'll be able to do that as much in the second. I game. mean, low key, Ian Book like everyone's just like not talking about him. Yeah, yo, he's, he's got yeah. like two losses as a starter. He's been balling. He, he he's he's been balling. I, we'll, we'll see. This is his yeah. test. Like this, this is, is his test. You know what sucks about this game, Russ? Three o'clock in the afternoon. Fuck. What? 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 Well, yeah, because oh, eight, yeah, the just SEC championship. Yeah, is, uh, seven o'clock. Oh, so. This is. I hate to say, ACC's got the game yeah. of. They got the game of our championship of the week. I mean, oh, they yeah. easily got a game of the week by and far. I mean, I'm even more invested. I'll probably be done with the Florida Bama game at halftime, <laughs> right? <laughs> All right, what else I got uh, to do today? <laughs> um, and the other game that I'm interested in is the Sun Belt Championship game, which surprised probably the second best game of the week is Coastal Carolina and ULL. Oh shit, that's I um, forgot about that game. That's 11 o'clock kickoff, um, along okay. with the Ohio State and Northwestern. I have to get up before I know, noon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, sometimes you gotta sacrifice for the greater good. Um. Right now, like Coastal struggled last week against Troy. I mean, Troy mightily, man. <laughs> they could, they, they should have probably beat them, but they came back. Props to them. Coastal's only minus three. They played a really tight game the first time these two played. I think they ended up like a three or two point game. So Vegas probably knows what they're doing, but I'm gonna take Coastal in this. I think Coastal goes undefeated. Um, I think them along with Cincinnati get a group of six invite because I think they may be the ones that knock Florida out 
which I'm okay with. Like we we Give went me. to Peach Bowl and Orange Bowl. We can go to the fucking Gator Bowl this year. I don't care. Our national championships are down. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> that's, all, that's all I wanted. Uh, we have the number seven recruiting class in the nation. I we'll just come back bigger, badder, stronger than ever. I mean, I hope uh, got some corners, I hope. <laughs> shit. Some safeties, yeah, I hope. Line. And another fucking tight end like Kyle Pitts. Um, those are my two um, games. Probably, I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i give them both. I'll give you double lock again this week. Actually, no, I'll take Coast off my lock. I got an NFL lock I'm going to put on with Notre Dame. Okay. So, at the end of all this, and we'll tie a bow on it, uh, head on to the NFL, Do what do you see happening? What Who who are the four teams that are going to be in the college football playoff noontime Sunday? Okay. I think that – I think it's the status quo, to be honest, because I, I see Clemson beating Notre Dame. Okay. And so, Notre Dame drops down to four – um, Clemson moves to two. Ohio State is three. Um, so yeah. So then I, it would be was it Alabama, Notre Dame, and Clemson, Ohio State yep. would be for my four. Um, just for the sake of not having the same one, um, and I, it's a very distinct possibility. I think Notre Dame wins. I think Clemson gets knocked out. I think A and M takes care of business, and I think oh, going for the shakeup. I All think. Right. The Aggies, and here's where it's you here's where it's going to change. I think the Aggies make it in, but I think they seed them third. I think they I think they jump over Ohio State because we've already seen Alabama A and M. So they, and I think the committee doesn't really want to put Ohio State in, but they kind of are backed into a corner at this point. Uh-huh. Um, with their six wins and like, hey, if you're going to win the national title. You need to prove it against Alabama, uh, who's the best team by far in the nation. I think it's going to be Ohio State, Alabama, okay. and I think it's going to be Notre Dame, A and M, in the in, in the two uh, semifinal games. Um, it could, go, and there's there's a distinct possibility it stays exactly the same, and you just yeah. flip like you I, said. I'm so. cu- I'm curious about this. So if they if that Texas A and M jumps Clemson. You think they'll leave, will he leave Clemson out of the no, college football playoffs? No, if Clemson loses to, a, to, to Notre, Notre Dame, Dame twice, again, yeah, they're out. No, 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 no. It, yeah, the only way Clemson's in is if they win, and right. I and I honestly don't think they're as good as a lot of people think. I don't think they're one of the four best teams in my right. opinion. I, and I think I think maybe they know that they, this is a must win for them at this yeah, point. Yeah, I right? mean, so, there's no way with. A&M's only loss being to the number one team, the clear-cut number one team in the nation, mm-hmm. is better than Clemson's two loss, two losses at a neutral site and at South Bend to the number two team in the nation. Yeah. Like, I don't think you can keep a team in just to play again. Like, what if they end up beating, like, Alabama? Like, no one's going to want to watch Notre Dame-Clemson three in yeah. one year. Okay, I feel that. So, especially it makes a TV argument, too. I think you're right in that regard. Yeah. Uh, all I know is that Trevor Lawrence has what, lost only one game in his college yeah. career. I mean, and it, I was it, one of the greatest yeah. LSU teams of all yeah. time. So. And it, yeah, and it's saying a lot that Clemson loses. But we'll see. I think that's how it's going to shake out. Um, you find out in a couple days, baby. So, we'll see. Nice, nice. And with that, we're going to wrap it up on the college football topic and go to some NFL action. Um, man, it was a good week for the Eagles. I'll Great that week, way. man. How do you feel, man? Um, like I said, before I get into it, I said last week, Philly plus seven. I told y'all New Orleans wasn't shit. It, it went up to plus eight. I got that's the, incredible. I got the plus. I, I was like, it's plus eight. Did like, you take it? Yeah, I took oh, it. Yeah. I was like, I can't. I can't. I was like, even I was like, I don't bet on my team. But I was like, there's no nah, I way. Knew, I knew. I was like, there's <laughs> no way. Like, Taysom Hill, fuck out of here. Like, the Saints are. They're not. I told y'all they're the worst ten win team, and the Steelers are right up there. Yeah, and we'll get to them in a second. Um, but I'm gonna let you have this one since you know I've been ranting and raving. I'm gonna let you have this moment. How do you feel? Um, what do you think going forward? Um, I mean, I guess you have to start Hurts the rest of the year, right? My heart is torn, Teddy. <laughs> I, I, I'm, in, I'm in a conundrum right now. Because uh, Jalen Hurts looked really good, man. He looked really good. But Carson Wentz is, I mean, the, the guy basically let, led us the most of the way to a Super Bowl. Um. I think that Hurts starts the rest of the year. 
He is literally the kind of quarterback that you need. That all we needed all year. We would honestly, honestly, well, we would be finishing eight and eight or something in that regard, something close to five hundred, if we had consistent quarterback play all year. Our defense has only gotten better. Our offensive weapons aren't the greatest. We have two really good tight ends. Our receivers on the outside are are good, um, not great, but. I think if we had consistent quarterback play where we didn't turn the ball over so much and someone gets the ball at their hands, we would have been in a lot more football games, been a lot closer. And Jalen Hurts, he doesn't show me anything super special, but he knows not to fucking throw the ball to the other team. All we needed to do was not throw the ball to the other jersey, and we would have been in a lot better situation in a lot of these games. And that's what he did. He showed me that against the Saints. He ran the ball effectively when he ran it. He threw the ball away when he needed to. He scrambled effectively. Mm-hmm. It was just smart football. And I was like, I didn't realize how badly Carson Wentz was playing when it came to taking care of the football until I saw Jalen Hurts do it very effectively in that Saints game. Against the Saints defense, who I think is a top five, top ten defense at this point. Their yep. defense is very the defense good. defense is playing really good. Yeah, that's what's keeping them in the game. That's why Taysom Hill, people think he's good. Well, whatever. That's a yeah. whole other topic. But um, I was really impressed with Jalen Hurts. So now the question is, uh, and, and going back to the original question of the win over the Saints, you know, how do I feel about Jalen Hurts in the starting? I think it was more of a team win. I think Hurts played well. He did well enough to make sure that we kept the ball moving and kept things on schedule because we never trailed in that game. We we were up the entire game. We got to do our own game plan. I won't pass my full judgment until I see in the fourth quarter we're down 24-17 and he's with four minutes left, five minutes left, and he has to go do something and drive down the field. I've seen Wentz do that. I've seen Wentz put it on his back and go down the field and get that game in touchdown. I haven't seen Hurts do it yet. True. So I still, like I said last week, I'm still – looking at Hurts and seeing what I can evaluate. Uh, but he looked great. I can't deny the fact that we look great as a team. We look fucking competent, dude. Oh, my God, I was crying. I was like, we look like a team that knows what they're doing. It was it was great to watch. Um, so I, I think that's the case. I think you're right. He does finish the season here um, as a starting quarterback. Uh, if he keeps playing like this. Um, one note I like to mention is, boy, him and Jalen Rieger have a rapport, yeah, for well, sure. Yeah, well, here's because because Jalen Hurts isn't doing anything really special. He's just he's seeing the field so much better than Wentz is right now. Because to throw that, even I'll give you an example: Lamar Jackson, right, doesn't throw the ball well to the outside. He throws it really well to those tight ends. It's an awareness, vision, comfortable in the offense thing. Um, speaking of Lamar Jackson is a little less accurate as well, but true, that's a whole other true. thing. But when you see the field well and the game is running at your pace, you can see when your receivers are open or trust them enough to right. know that he's even, he's leaving. The guy's open throwing the ball. Wentz isn't doing that, and he hasn't been particularly good at that. He's gotten better with it. He never had a great rapport with Alshon Jeffrey, but Nick Foles really did and really clicked with Jeffrey. So Wentz never really had a great rapport with his wide receivers, and that's a little startling. Hopefully that can get corrected, but he was on his way there. Right. But now... Um, what Hertz is doing and is now using our number one, you know, round first round draft pick a little bit better. It, it's 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 refreshing. It's, it's nice to see that Rieger can play because he's getting the chance and getting the opportunities. So that's awesome to see and see our offense open up. Um, so you, you posed a question here in, in our show notes about if if Hertz finishes the season strong, can Wentz come back? He, he said, "There's no way he comes back." I, he's man. $27 million say he got to come back. <laughs> and that's the thing, man. But the problem is, like, you cut him or trade him or whatever, you still take a cap hit. Like, yeah. you take, like, $50 million cap hit, like, over two or three years. Like, I mean, it's a bad – it's, in hindsight, it's a bad contract right now. Yeah. Like – Right now. At the time it was signed, it seemed great. Cause well, he, it seemed great because he was on his way to be an MVP. Or he yeah. was coming off of being basically the MVP if he didn't get hurt. Right, right. So you were thinking, he was staying from that trajectory, you're going to save money because it's going to get to a point where what we thought it would be Patrick's home, Patrick Mahomes' money because that yeah. was a trajectory he was on. And now you're like, fuck. Now it's like you're holding the bag, right? Right. Um. It, it depends because right now the NFL is in the state. There are a lot of good quarterbacks, man. To be mm-hmm. a lot of good young quarterbacks between Burrow, you know, um, Tua and uh, Herbert. Like there are there are a lot of good quarterbacks. There are young quarterbacks in the league right now. So I don't really. Where do you shop him to? What team is like the, the 49 What team? Do you I mean, Forty Niners 
the Giants, uh, the Lions, like, do they move on? The Patriots, they're going to move on from Cam Newton. I mean, so, there's suitors. Is someone going to give you a first-round pick? Because I don't think you can trade wins without getting a exactly. first. Or, like, two twos and a three or two twos and, like, two fours or something like that. Yeah, like, and I hope the, the Eagles organization knows that, and I think other teams know that as well. So, I'm, I mean, I don't, think they're talk, I don't think they're talking about it now. I don't think there's trade talks right now because we've only seen Jalen Hurts for one game. Right. I'm not. I like the guy, but I ain't sold on him yet, baby. You gotta, you gotta show me a little more in Philly. We tough to please out here in Philly. You gotta, you gotta come correct. So I'm still looking at Jalen Hurts and see and value what he is. I don't think Wentz is on the trading block yet, cause he, he's done a lot. I think the guy deserves a shot, and I think the Eagles are the kind of organization that will do that and, and give him a shot. Um, I'm still on the Wentz wagon. It's on fire. The wheels are off. One wheel's still on up. We still rolling, but man, I'm hanging on by a rope. Right. But uh, yeah, I, I think there's a way he comes back or gets a chance to come back because the Eagles will not give him away without the right offer. I mean, yeah, I I think someone will trade for him. I think someone will pan it right for the draft and trade for him. Um, I I don't see, I don't I don't see him back on the team. But you know, I've been wrong before. Um, quickly, um, uh, we have a couple more things, and we'll get to our first break. Uh, to me, the Bills and the Chiefs are the class of the NFL. Um, I think that, to me, is probably the Super Bowl. I think there's mm-hmm. there's a high chance that Chiefs and Bills at Arrowhead for the AFC Championship um, come the come January. Um, I think the Packers are a close third. Mm-hmm. Everyone else, I don't trust them. I don't know where you're going to get. I don't know if Drew Brees is going to come back. I mean, he's got lacerations. He's got fucking 17 ribs <laughs> broke. I mean, he's got more ribs than I know they were. I thought they were in the body broke. Right. Um, the Steelers are just trending down. Ben Roethlisberger yeah. can't throw the fucking ball. I don't think they're going to get very far. Um, I just – I think that – and the Chiefs, like, granted, every, like, they start slow, which is really weird. Um, I don't know if they just like warm up. They're toying with people, well, and their red zone offense has been shitty though. Like the yeah, I mean that's that's their one Achilles heel to me right now, which yeah. is strange because you have like Travis Kelsey, you've got you know got good running backs. Like why can't you score there? But I, I don't know. Maybe look at that remedied by the playoffs. But I agree. Yeah, that's the only the only Achilles heel I can think of is for the Chiefs is their red zone offense, which is like tw- it's like twenty fifth yeah. in the league. Or something. I mean, right now the second best team in my opinion in the NFC is probably the Rams, and I was completely that, wrong about them. The Rams are playing real good ball. Um, Cam Akers is about. just he just came out of no. I mean, he didn't come out of nowhere. I mean, second round draft pick, but like. He, after his injury, he is just bawling. And I'm playing against him in fantasy, and I'm worried that he's going to run all over because <laughs> the Rams are playing the Jets, and the Jets are not very good. Um, nope. So, I mean, I could see instances where it's a Packers-Rams NFC title game. I think the Packers sleepwalk to the NFC title game. Um, I think they end up being the number one seed. I think right now they're tied with the Saints now. Mm-hmm. I think they went out. Because they beat the Saints, so they got to win three more games. Scheduling shit. I think the Packers end up. I think the Saints aren't going to make it out of the wild card. I think they're one of the worst 10-win teams I've ever seen I, in my life. I, I, I think the Saints, if Drew Brees is 100%, I think they beat the Packers. I, I think because the Packers' defense – True. It's shit. <laughs> like, I, mean, like, like, I, I think Drew can carve them up because it's going to be one of those situations where it was, uh, I, I guess, what, what we Drew Brees did last year or whatever when he was hurt. I forgot. I'm drawing a blank. Oh, on. against the Vikings? Yeah, yeah. Where, where he comes back refreshed with his arm good enough for th- all they needed for good enough for three games. Three, it's it's for three games. And we need you to play well for three games and we can win a Super Bowl here. Um, and I, I think that's what the game plan is. Tyson Hill it, is just a Band-Aid, of course, right now until Breeze comes back 100%. True. As long as he doesn't get hurt again, man, I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm still thinking the Saints have a shot, plus because that defense, really, to be honest. True. Their defense is good. Um, I put them at a – I mean, if we're doing power rankings, I think they're a th- the third-best team right now in the NFC. I think the Rams are second. Mm-hmm. Packers are clear by far. Right, right. First right to now, me. yes. Um, Monday Night Football. I'm so glad to not bet this game. Um, I don't know if you watched the thing I sent you, Barstool. I basically them talking themselves in and out of picking the Ravens and the Browns and Ravens and Browns. If you pick the Ravens, 
that is the luckiest win. Yeah, I was going to say. If you went with the Browns, that is an all-time bad beat. Um, just the whole flow of the game. Lamar's cramps, I put in quotation. Who knows what he was really doing. That fourth and four. First, first play back into the game, dude's just like, oh, well, all right. <laughs> I mean, in the, in the trust Hollywood Brown to make that catch after dropping three, three. really catchable balls. Yep. Um, not, I mean, because he could have just ran for it. He could have pulled, pulled, ran for he it. That's what I thought. Was gonna do. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was going to do. He's going to run for the first down. Um, it was a bad beat. The Browns are still nine and four. I think the Browns are playoff team. Um, oh yeah, I agree. I don't know if they'll get far. Um, like you said off this podcast, um, they're better without Odell. It's crazy. Yeah, I I, I think it's. I mean, because he demands the ball so much. It's just his personality overall can be overbearing. Because I don't think. I mean, this is subjective. I don't know how much of a leader Baker really is. I think Baker does his own thing, marches to the beat of his own drum. Um, a lot of people, some people respect that, some people don't. Uh, but. I think even Odell's personality can be overbearing over that, and I think it kind of throws Baker off because Baker ain't going to out-swag Odell. So now that Odell's out the picture, uh, I think Baker is a little more in his element, right? He's the guy. He's right. the alpha now mm-hmm. in the huddle, um, and I think that's good for him. And yeah, it helps getting him cocky, succeed. getting a little cocky Yeah, Baker, he, Yeah, he's know. getting his swagger back a little bit because it's hard, dude. I mean, Odell in the huddle with you, he gonna, you know, he's going to want the ball. Right, so, for sure. So uh, I think that's what's getting a lot better. I got to jump off his back. He's playing well. Past three weeks, he's been off, he's been off the chain. I'm just gonna let everyone know Team Baker the whole time. Um, <laughs> was, all right, we 15. There's only actually it's crazy. There's only one matchup between uh, teams with winning records. It's the Chiefs at New Orleans. Chiefs are minus three. Chiefs. I think they're gonna absolutely fucking murder them. I mm-hmm. don't think it's close. I think Taysom Hill is sorry. Well, he he can't. They can't keep up scoring wise. I, I think no I way. think Taysom Hill gets benched. I think they bring Jamison because I think I think at this point Sean Payton knows that yeah we got. He's a gadget guy. He can't be the guy. He's gotten his shot. He's gotten his chance to be the gadget guy. He played against Denver Broncos and could yeah. threw for seventy and, yards. And he's putting up these stats against these teams that are just like, all right. He put up like three hundred yards against the Eagles. Yeah, he had to do that all in guard time. They're down fourteen points. You know, yep. like like he was putting up all these yards and these touchdowns and all this shit um, against bad defenses. One, I mean, he played the Browns, the fucking. Uh, not the Browns, the Broncos, Broncos. the Raiders. He like he he's been playing bad teams. Um, so I I, I think that's um, that's a watch. Yeah, the Chiefs that's gonna... my lock. I think the Chiefs go in there and take care of business. Um, I believe it's the three twenty five game, so that's good. Um, the funniest thing about two thousand twenty, in my opinion, is so two thousand twenty is the Dallas Cowboys and the 49ers got flexed out of Sunday Night Football for the goddamn Browns and Giants. <laughs> Two of the most prestigious football <laughs> franchises in NFL history, the Cowboys and the 49ers, just got fucking flexed out of Sunday Night Football for the Browns. Wow. Incredible. <laughs> wow. Uh, it's just so funny. I mean, but it's going to be a good game. It would have been a lot better game if the Giants didn't shit the bed last week. But yeah. obviously, Daniel Jones shouldn't. I don't know why they started him. Yeah. Like, that he shouldn't have never been in the game. He's just, one, he's, he's not healthy. He's two, he's not very good. Yeah. Um, have Danny Dimes is kind of. No. Nah. He turned Danny Nichols, man. Yeah, I don't know. Shit. Danny Peso. <laughs> Danny Peso. Um, and then the last couple of things, I like Philly again, plus mm-hmm. six. I know Kyler Murray. Um, it it kind of hinges. Darius Slay like done for the year. What happened to him? Uh, he's not done for the year. He's got a knee injury. But it's, mm. it's it's one of those kind of questionable every week kind of uh, things. Awesome, kind of yeah. So you don't that made <laughs> it that bet. I may not put in until Sunday. Usually, I usually put my bets in like right after I get done with this podcast when mm-hmm. I get home. I may wait on that one because if Slay doesn't play, y'all secondaries. Not very good. No, it's not. Our, our front seven is where it's at, but our secondary, eh, yeah. Our our front seven covers up a lot of deficiencies. Yeah. So that's my flyer pick. Um, Chiefs are my lock, but yeah, I've got some wild ones for y'all this week. All right, who who got some play money? I got some crazy ones for you. All right, so I sneakily like the Washington football team plus six against the Seahawks because of the Washington defense. Um, and also the fact that Seattle's defense is getting a lot better at you know pass rush and everything else. But I think they can actually keep this game in a, in a I guess what they call a phone booth a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I, I think I like it'll that. be a lot tighter than than what people expect. Um, I could be wrong because I, I don't see even see Washington win this. To be honest, it's either going to be Washington comes to play and Chase Young and that pass rush really gets to Russell Wilson, um, and it's a phone booth game. If it's not that, Seahawks win by like twenty one. <laughs> so this is one of kind of one I'm confident. I think it could be a phone booth style game. I think Washington can hold the ball. This all hinges on the fact, of course, that Alex Smith is playing um, right now. He's questionable with his calf injury. Uh, if he's not playing, so this is another. We're gonna wait to Sunday to see yeah, what happens. Okay. I, I need to make sure that Alex Smith is playing because gotcha. Dwayne Haskins. You know, he. I, I don't know. I don't know because I haven't seen him play enough. Of course, this season. Um, and my second one is the Jets. Yes, that's right. People, J E T S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Plus seventeen against the Rams. My reasoning for this one. I'm not crazy. Only a little bit, but you know. Uh, so the Rams get ahead in a lot of games. But they manage to actually let t- a lot of teams back in the games, and they run the ball a lot. The Rams, the Rams aren't a team that runs up the score on people. So I'm betting on garbage points in this game. I'm betting on they start playing soft zone or whatever. Sam Donald gets a lucky touchdown to cover this. Because 17, believe it or not, is the biggest spread they've had all season. And I'm like, Who, the Jets or the, the Rams? The Jets. Like, I've been down as an underdog. All season. That's surprising. Yeah, because I think the biggest one before that was like 14 and Yeah, a half. but don't you think they're in tank mode now because Jacksonville's the only one game? I don't like, know. It's, because if they lose, if they true. lose, technically, oh, Jaguars. They're, they're, they're going to lose. I'm not worried about it. They're yeah. going to lose. But I don't know if it'll be by a lot because I, uh, okay. I, I think the game will slow down a bit. So that's my logic for it. Take it or leave it. You, you gamblers out there, they're probably say fucking crazy. Well, <laughs> I'm going to go with this logic. Um... I can't go to bed at night knowing that I took the Jets <laughs> 17. What what one Jets bet's gonna hit? Because I guess every you're right. One, well, one the Raiders hit. one hit. Then then it cause I, weren't they like 10 point? Yes, the Raiders one hit because so. see that's oh but, the one's already been used. That's right, the magic. I, you know what? I may just do it just because I love you. I may take <laughs> Philly, Washington, and the Jets <laughs> in, in a, a, a three team teaser. Tease it. Six points. Yeah, I don't think the Jets lose by that. If the Jets lose by twenty three, that got that's just not. <laughs> and meant to and be. you did your gambler's duty. You're saying I tried. Yeah, I tried. I tried. I New tried. York. I tried. <laughs> I tried. I tried. Lord, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I may do that. I may see. Uh, it's barring. I'm taking Washington out if Alex Smith doesn't play because I don't trust Haskins. Uh, Philly. I need to see Darius Slay too. But I would. I would do a teaser on that. I just. I can't. I don't know if I can go straight up. <laughs> Plus seventeen. Yeah, I can. I don't know if I can bet and go to bed knowing that I lost <laughs> taking the Jets plus seventeen. Like I can, I can live with myself and be like, D- why the fuck do you think the Rams are gonna win by seventeen? Well, I don't know if the Jets are gonna lose by, by seventeen. 17. <laughs> I'd rather go to sleep knowing that the Rams did not cover seventeen. Did- and I took the points. Did <laughs> the, 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 the Jets be like, "Please, Jets, score one touchdown"? Just score Goddamn one. Jets! And so I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a shot. And if I get blown, if I get smacked in the face, and it blows in my face, I'd be like, "All right." Well, I mean, that's why I got play money. Yes, yeah, there you go. That's what it's for. Yeah. Uh, so we'll take our first break, and then we'll come back to y'all with some NBA action. NBA segment for this evening. Um, if you haven't heard, someone just got super rich uh, over the past couple of days. Um, he was already rich, but now he's super rich. That would be Giannis Antetokounmpo, uh, who signed the Supermax extension. Five years, $228 million. Teddy, how does that sound, man? Five years, $228 million. Well, that sounds like fuck you money. <laughs> um which is awesome we, for him. We were just talking about gambling. We were talking about play money. This yeah. man's got play money. Oh, I mean, he could literally be like, oh, you got the Jets plus 17. I'll put 50,000 on it. Fuck it. <laughs> like, I mean, well, dropping a bucket. Right. Um, but good for him. Good for the Bucks. Good for small markets. Um, I don't, I guess I understand why he did it. Mm-hmm. Um, but he could have signed it after the, the end of the year. Yeah. To, to really see, um, to really see what the organization, but I, they're going all in. Obviously, they're not afraid to spend. They're not going to be afraid. I mean, they gave up way too much for Drew Holiday, but maybe it works out 
who knows? Um, I would like to see him, you know, show up in a playoff, a meaningful playoff series. I mean, he wasn't that great against the Heat. Granted, it was, you know, bubble, all that stuff. But the year mm-hmm. before against the Raptors, I mean, yeah. they got to six, but they weren't, it wasn't really a six-game series. Right. I mean, they got they kind of – Kawhi took a game off and they won that one. So, <laughs> I mean, we True. haven't just seen it from in the playoffs. But um, I'm happy for him. Like I said, I'm happy for the Bucks because um, that small market. Like, I'm tired of all these players going to one teams or wanting out to go form super teams. Like – He's like, I'm going to try to do it on my own. And if it doesn't work out, I mean, he's still going to be, what, 28 or 29 yeah, at the end of the contract? Yeah, he'll get another big contract. He's still got one more. Or he could just say, fuck y'all. I got, I got fuck you money. I'm done. <laughs> Go back to Greece, right? Yeah. He's like, I'm going back, dude. Yeah. I'm done. So, awesome for him. Yeah, I, I agree with you, too. Shout out to him. And uh, he's, he's going the Dame Lillard route, it sounds like. He wants to be the guy that, when you think of Giannis Antetokounmpo, the Milwaukee Bucks, you yeah. know, is that team. Which is good. Mm-hmm. And it's it's funny, and we don't have this listed down here just real quick. Uh, what When Chris Paul goes to the Hall of Fame, what jersey do they use? Wake Forest. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's the Basketball that, Hall of our, Fame. Our USA. Yeah, because you can't, I was going to say, you can't pick an NBA team, can you? I mean, the only team you could pick is the Rockets because he got to the conference finals in one game within the NBA finals. He's, okay. But he's okay. not going to go in against the Rockets because he, he's he, hardened. Yeah, exactly. So I, I was just thinking about that, but I forgot it's the Basketball Hall of Fame. It's not the NBA. So technically, he could go in as Wake Forest jersey. At least he probably could. Or USA, like you said. Yeah, so. I mean, I don't think anything other. I mean, he could just be just because he could go in as New Orleans, the Hornet. Yeah. So that'd be cool, but you never know. Yeah, who knows? I mean... I don't think he'll do the Clippers either, to be honest. <laughs> oh, for, shit, dude. He's been on a lot of that, teams. That's what Jesus the point Yeah, Christ. he's been on a lot of teams. Could have been the Lakers, but, yeah, David Stern. Jesus fuck Christ. You. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, now this is a, a question I had because I was curious. Someone brought that up today in an article I read. Nice. Uh, but our boy James, he's back in Houston. Joy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he still wants to be traded. Did you actually see the interview? Yeah, so <laughs> I did. I saw the interview, and then I saw, like, he didn't – he played – did you see the picture of him? No, I didn't see the. I saw uh, it warming up. Uh uh-uh, uh. Oh man, he looked like he with looked. The gut? Like, Did he yeah, have a he gut? looked like fat Rick, like skinny Rick Ross. Like I don't even know what to call him. Like, but he's not photogenic. But then he showed up to his conference all like you see like he was like purposely like oil, yeah. all oiled up. No, and shit. Yeah, you saw he was that. trying to be like cock diesel and shit. He, he hands folded, just leaning on. Oh, like, that, that's a telltale sign of a liar too. Yeah. Like you're sitting there with your hands folded, and then he has the audacity to say. Oh, why'd you go to Vegas and all this? <laughs> why'd you go to Atlanta and Vegas? My, my personal trainers. Word. Your personal trainers. But why were you in Atlanta and Vegas instead of at training camp, training camp with your team? I was in Atlanta and Vegas. I, with, with, with doing, doing what? My personal trainers. Bruh. I, I, were they with cinnamon sugar yeah. and pixie? <laughs> like, is that what we're doing right here, man? Yep. <laughs> cinnamon I mean, sugar like, and Lexi. <laughs> yeah. Like we were saying in the thread yesterday, would we probably do the same thing? Man, probably. probably. But I honestly would report and do my job. That's a he's That's hurting his, he's hurting his image. Like mm-hmm. he's almost making it like he wants to be Dennis Rodman without the rings. Like Dennis Rodman showed the fuck up, balled out, and won championship. But he's he's degrading his own value. Like who wants to bring like the dude don't show up to, to fucking meetings all the time? And yeah. all this stuff's coming out. Like what Westbrook was like, start the tape without Harden because he's late to the film session or whatever. Um. Yeah, and oh, then, that, it's just making this case worse. Yeah, and then he asked, or they asked him, like, you know, about Trey Room. He's like, "Oh, I'm just focused on being here for right now." Like, real, mm-hmm. what kind of fucking answer is that? Like, yeah. I, at this point, like, if you can get a couple first and like Ben Simmons, just do it. Just get it over with. Yeah, because no one's like, why would? If honestly, if I'm a GM with somebody right now, and this hurts me to say, because James Harden is my boy, I wouldn't trade for him. Like, why would you want that diva mentality? Like. The Rockets are to blame mm-hmm. for sure because, like, they basically when they signed him, they're like, anything you want you can have, basically, right. whatever you want to do, you dictate everything. But he took it way, way out of hand, and then now he's not getting his way, getting traded, and it's just it's coming down to bite the Rockets in the ass. Yeah, it's and it's different if you're winning championships. Yeah, bro, you're getting eliminated in like the first second round. Like this, this isn't. No, you're not doing enough to warrant what you're asking from the team. Right. So, 
Get it over with, Houston. Just ship them. Right. Ship Speaking them of getting it over with, what are your predictions for the season? I think this starts in like five days or yeah. six days, it's which crazy. is crazy. Um, and we get Christmas Day games. We get Christmas Eve games, along with bowl games. It's going to be an awesome week of sports next week. Um, I'll go first, make it a little simple. Lakers in five. I don't know who they're going to play. Lakers in five. Doesn't doesn't matter. Yeah, Lakers in five. Their second round draft pick looks like a goddamn all pro. Um, Obviously preseason, but he's going to play. He's going to give them more depth off the bench. Mm -hmm. There's a possibility they sign Paul Gasol later in the season. It's just like, what more do you want? I mean, they're going to have an NBA quality back bench (laughs) five. Right. They can literally just sub everyone out. Have a decent team to get them, and then bring the starters back in. Yeah, they they went. I mean, credit to the GM and organization, and they went from basically not having too much of a bench and having some questionable players, right? To now, it's looking really good with cards their bench and how much depth they have. So, right. shout out to the organization, man. LeBron's gonna get another ring. Yeah, another one. I don't think it's uh, close. All right, we're gonna end this with another update. Um, our culture segment of Cyberpunk. <laughs> Yeah. Jay, I'm going to let you take the floor on it. Obviously, oh. I didn't play it because they haven't optimized it for PlayStation Five. Oh, don't and uh, yeah, just just don't don't yeah. get it for console. Here, yeah, my my update is game's good, but not great. Um, it is not for a game. This is why you don't announce games in 2013 that are going to release in 2020. Because they built up so much hype for this game, and they released it too early. And there are a lot of things that are to be desired as I'm getting through it. I've almost beaten it at this point. Um, and it's not the living, breathing city. It's supposed to be the next like revelation, like Grand Theft Auto style, right? right. That was the level of expectation, and it's just not there. Um, you get into a rhythm. You kind of know what you can and can't do. You realize the city's not as alive as you thought it would be. And then the fact that the bugs everywhere just really start towards the end you can tell all the effort was put in the beginning to get you like oh this shit's cool and then towards the end i'm like dog i'm talking to this character and they just stop and i'm like what what, what happened like what, what was going on and they'll just like start oh, I, I i should record some videos characters start sliding across the screen oh like, my like gosh. enemies and yeah. i'm just like dude really don't run they just say skate and i'm just like this is bad so the dialogue's good the game is good. It would be fun to play, but it's really hard to get immersed in it with all these bugs and then not being finished. And Man. if you have a console, do not buy this game for console. I read the uh, the review for the console, the PS4 and the Xbox One X. Yeah, 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 One X. Yeah. Um, I mean, it got like a four. They said it was. It's a borderline unplayable. Yeah, like that's that's incredible. Like you just and. Like I said, well, like we said last week, the pressure, the peer pressure, then to release it, like it obviously this game wasn't ready. Yeah, now it wasn't near ready. Like it needed another probably four or five months to pause. Yeah, I'd, I'd say a year, almost a yeah. year and a half with some of this stuff, and we, and we would have been okay with that. At that, but it's the the marketing they wanted, especially because of the COVID stuff. Everyone's inside; they know they're gonna get more sales. Yeah. Because people are playing more games than ever. Right yeah, now. and I don't know if you saw. Do you saw you could get a refund for it? And then now, oh wow, like because um, if you're dissatisfied with it and you didn't want to wait for the patch, because the problem with the patch update on console, that's just not coming until like February of next year. Yep. Uh, PC, I think they they patch it like every day or they yeah, try to fix quickly. it. Yeah, they weekly. fix like hot fixes and shit like that, like weekly. And uh, there's a big patch, I think. Coming soon or may already happen. I don't know. Um, but they were like, oh, yeah, you can get a refund. Well, then apparently you try to get a refund if you bought it digitally. I mean, I don't – Xbox <laughs> Xbox, and uh, uh, Microsoft and Sony ain't really playing nice on that part. They're like, bro, that's, my, that's not my problem. I mean, look, <laughs> how many, look how many of the other 900 shitty games that we have out here and y'all bought. Like, I'm sorry mad? about it. Like, that's your $60. You chose to spend it on it. And I get it; it's kind of messed up, but it's like that's true though. In the so, same sense, like you could have waited. Like, exactly, there's no need for you to buy it day one. Like, you yeah. could have waited, and when you saw it, suck for console. Just don't yeah, wait. and but I felt also everything that was showing. No, no one said that it was just PC. Like, I never yeah. saw that. Was mm-hmm. where the that's the deceiving part because like there's a night and day difference. Like, I don't know if you read that full article. They were like sometimes the frame rate was like. 15 yeah like it rarely yeah. got up to 60 it usually at 30 the 
the character models were ugly. Like it was just a night and day difference. It, it was like a PS2 game looking compared to like a PS4 from PC to the PS4. Like yeah, that's how yeah. bad everything looked, and everything was like bland and flat, and it was just like they obviously put like how like so did they built two different games? It seemed like yeah, and like why didn't you just build the PC one, bring that one out, and then. Fucking just port it later. Yeah. Speaking the, of that, we, we watching uh, the commercial just came up. Yeah. <laughs> My boy Keanu. Keanu Reeves does not look like that in a PS4 version <laughs> right now. No, and I think I think because that's what they, you usually build it on PC and then you port it over, but it's a secondary part. They didn't get the time to actually port that over because it's different hardware. Because you build it on the PC, so it's oh, it's easy. We built it on PC. We just put it on PC. But consoles are different, and they didn't get the time to to do anything to, no, to, to change obviously, it. No. So it, it's it's really bad. So um, any gamers out there, if you're in the segment, you got a console, don't don't buy it yet. Give it a minute. Don't do it. Reconsider. So if you got a PC, you can if you can deal with some of the bugs. Uh, with that said, that is our last topic for the evening. Teddy, any guy thing to say for the people? Um, I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Um. I'll probably will do a quick hit on the college football playoff. I don't know if we're going to get together because it's Christmas next week. We may do a little quick hit thing on uh, the Skype or whatever. Uh, we'll figure something out. We'll give you some content to travel with next week, I think, because um, it is you know lonely road out there when you're driving home or driving to see family and stuff like that. Or you know, unfortunately, if you got to work. Um, you know, give you something to listen to. Um, I appreciate all y'all. Um, that's it, man. Stay safe. Be be smart, and hopefully, uh, we put this behind us in 2020. Yep, I agree 100. You said y'all stay safe. Love y'all for listening, for making it all the way through another episode of the podcast. We try to do this for y'all. Plus, we do enjoy it as well. Um, let us know on Twitter um, or Instagram, wherever you see us. I'm at Teddy Westside 65 on Twitter. Um, yeah. I'm at Isaiah Reed on Twitter. Um, and just let us know what you think about the show. Um, and remember to always gamble responsibly. Uh, with that said, we will see y'all next week. Peace out. You win. Perfect.